Hello and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. And in this episode, we bake and we run with the Phantom Sisters. If you want to know how long or how much, I really can tell you. All I could really say is uh, we're not sure, but it probably starts out at a lot and it, it goes up from there. Um, if if you've ever been to the, one of the Phantoms races, um, damn good, most likely, um, you know that it's a uh, homegrown race. It's focused on the people. And it really is a uh, good time. Um, nice, down-to-earth, low-key, and <laughs> somehow extremely competitive race. Um, and so afterwards, it's just miles of baked goods. Miles and miles of baked goods. And in this episode, they, they explained to us um, how that all came about. If you're interested in a few of the things that we discuss in here, you can uh, check out the show notes at runninginsideoutpodcast.com slash podcast. Uh, follow along there if you like. Click and read and all that good stuff. Um, and with that, let's get into the trails, training, food, friends, and yes, even feelings of Rochester, New York runners. <laughs> Sure, yeah, I'm Doreen, um, and I am Michelle's sister, um, the younger one, <laughs> but not by much. <laughs> and um, I don't know, we've uh, grew up together and happy to be still so close, and yeah, we get to direct a couple races together, so that's pretty awesome. Okay. <laughs> Top that one, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I am Michelle Fanton, and I am the older one. Um, <laughs> and, um, yep, Doreen and I have uh, grown up together, and she's my partner in adventure in both um, running and life. <laughs> wow. Yeah, how's That's that? Fabu- That's pretty fabulous. <laughs> Can you feel the love already? It's just <laughs> through the phone lines. It's just a rapture. That's that's why I didn't want to do. That's why I didn't want to do a Doreen interview and a Michelle interview because I think it's like exponential when the powers are combined. <laughs> so I was sort of looking. Part of part of my job is investigative journalism. And uh, so I was I was looking up your race histories just to see, like, what kind of races you've run in the past. And uh, you guys got some some fun races in the past. Um, but when uh, I mean, during you got a, a muddy sneaker way back in 2006, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the olden days, muddy sneakers. <laughs> um but um, so when did during when did you start um, like running in in general? You know. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. How can we? How far back do you want to go? <laughs> so, um, I guess we all kind of like to talk about where we've come from. So maybe this will be a longer 
interview than you than we all think it will be. But so when we Michelle and I were growing up, we grew up on a farm, and we were always playing outside, and we would always be helping my dad or something. So these are my my earliest memories of running. And he'd be like, why don't you run and get the wheelbarrow or something, you know? So I'd run as fast as I could to get the wheelbarrow and come back. And we were always outside playing. Um, maybe not so much with Michelle. She was the older sister, and I always wanted her to play with me, but she wouldn't play with me very much when we were little. <laughs> so I always ended up playing with my brother, which is still awesome. But um, it wasn't until uh, – so then I, I was just – for recreation and being on a farm and being out in the woods, we just kind of, it was just sort of a bunch of freedom, something that I kind of took for granted for the longest time. And then um, it wasn't until I think I went away to college when I realized, gosh, you know, we have all this land and all this freedom. And I didn't really recognize how special that was until <clears throat> I moved away from home. But um, I started um, running competitively in high school but it was only the last year so my senior year in high school and I ran track and we weren't we we weren't really allowed I don't know I shouldn't say allowed but it just wasn't feasible for us to play a lot of sports when we were growing up um, because we lived so far out of town and um, so it really wasn't I don't think Michelle played any organized sports in in high school or school is that right show right no no and um, so that's how I started. And then uh, when I went away to college, we had to run for the military. So I was in I was an ROTC. And then um, so they have this physical fitness stuff. So that's where really, really it started. And those were just like really small, you know, like 1,500, 3,000 meter kind of deals. Um, and I guess when I got out of the military and I moved back and we had a friend who used to do... Um, adventure races like um and like orienteering races and that was when I really caught the bug for for running out through the woods and then I think I lived with Michelle in Buffalo once Michelle do you remember that and that was when you really got this we used to run together and that was really I still remember that we would run on the street and we'd run past this running store that had all these Saucony sneakers, and we thought they were so cool, you know? <laughs> and uh, we'd run around the streets of Buffalo, and then that was really how it started. Ever since then, I just, um, I think, I don't like people, like, uh, looking at me and stuff, right, when I'm running, so I think I don't like being on the road, so it was just sort of a natural inclination to go into the woods, and now everybody knows it's, like, a lot more fun in the woods anyway, so... Yeah, it just kept going. It just felt good. It just felt free, and I just didn't stop. Yeah, I, I don't like people looking at me when I run either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just seems, you know, it should be just something. Uh, it's the, When you run, it's just something very personal, I feel. So, um, and so that's why I think I yeah. I decompress, in, in, you know, out in the woods. So trail running in particular is certainly my favorite thing to do so yeah so uh so michelle were you you were well well doreen was running around (laughs) chasing after the wheelbarrow and stuff what what were you doing (laughs) probably the same thing um and you know i remember all three of us kids just you know we'd say hey mom we're going to the woods and we would be gone for hours um just 
in the woods. I don't even know what we were doing, you know, just wandering around. And of course, these days you probably would never do that. But yeah, I remember like in the winter sliding down a hill covered with ice and ducking under a barbed wire fence as we slid down the hill, trying not to get you know caught in the barbed wire fence. So all these things, I think we were just doing um, all of our childhood. But um, I don't actually remember ever going to get the wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> you, you always let Doreen win that race, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, gosh, Doreen, you beat me again. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Dad coming with, like, a truck full of wood, and you're like, come on, kids, we got to pile this wood. And like, oh, piles and piles of wood in the basement. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that made us tougher. Like it, it made us just, you know, we would never, we, we could never say no. We were just like, you know, strict, like, come on, it's time to pile the wood. And I think that that also mm-hmm. contributes to, to running and trail running in general too, is uh, we were just the raised discipline and the ex- tough. Yeah. 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 The discipline and no excuses, right? Just no excuses. Just get what's done, done. And yeah. Yep. You just, you just do it. Yeah. So the, um, the the all of that was down um in wellsville right and right yeah you saw the homestead right chris it, it did in <laughs> fact at your at your brand new um i guess trail race i guess that's what it was. um yeah what that, that's what do you mean by that well well what i mean is that i um there were a few trails there, there were definitely a few trails <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't just flags through the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was um I can I running that race um the uh, the Crooked Creek. I can see why uh Darren was able to win Sega Honda this year. That's, <laughs> that's, that's really what yeah. I can say. <laughs> you do three three loops of that that course and yeah, you're doing something. Yeah. So, um during you had said that you when you uh, you went and visited Michelle, and you lived with Michelle for a while. You guys kind of caught you kind of caught the bug a little bit, and that that would be around your college age or so. Yeah, I think it was right after. Well, okay. Yeah. So when I li- lived with Michelle, I don't. Yes, it was right after my college. I had just graduated, getting ready to leave for the Air Force, and I spent the summer with her in Buffalo. So right after college, yep. And was I when we only, first started running together, yeah. And I was a late bloomer. I didn't start running until college, so I'd only been running for maybe a year or two before we actually started running together. So, yeah. Do you ever run any of the uh, any of the um, classic road races in Buffalo, like the Turkey Trot or the Shamrock Run? Any of those? Nope. No, no we didn't. We didn't really start racing. Yeah, we didn't really race then, did we? No. Nope. Just run. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, then. So then, um, during you go off to the Air Force and you're you're flying instead of running. <laughs> well, not hardly, but yeah, <laughs> I was running when I was there, but it was Ohio. God, it was flat. I don't remember how flat that was. <laughs> and then Michelle, you were in you were in Buffalo for a while. So yeah, after college, I was in Buffalo for a few years, um, uh, and then I, what did I do? Oh my gosh, 
at some point there, I moved to Vermont, and I can't remember if it was right after Buffalo. So I lived in Vermont for three or four years, and that's really where my trail running kind of took off. Um, obviously, there's lots of trails in Vermont, and um, same thing. I just didn't didn't want to be on the roads, and I don't know if it was because I didn't want anyone to see me. Just I just felt more at home in the woods, I guess. So um, my apartment in Vermont was right near a nice little short trail system that I would um, pick up and then I would go through a cemetery that was nearby, you know, just all this day off the roads. So I kind of had a loop of half trail, half cemetery. Um, and that's how it started. And then I would just find trails in Vermont to run. And, um, you know, then I started running up the mountains and it just like, you know, just couldn't get enough. Even in Vermont, if you are on the roads, so many of them are dirt roads that, you know, it's simulates the trail feeling anyway. So, um, that's where my trail running and my snowshoeing took off in Vermont. And I remember getting, like probably the first ever model of tubs running snowshoes that they made like in 2000 and just uh, experimenting with those on the trails in Vermont in the, in the snow. And then from then on, I just, you know, stayed on the trails. Uh, my first marathon was in Vermont. Um, it was actually a road marathon, but um, it was in Stowe. And so some of those roads were dirt and I remember Doreen coming to cheer for me. So, um, and then Doreen moved to Vermont as well. So um, we did a lot of trail running in Vermont together, um, running up Snake, Snake Mountain. I remember that. We used to run up there a lot. Um, yeah. Um, and so when you're doing these runs, are you guys just uh, like um – just let's go out for the morning. Are you saying let's do 10 miles? Let's do three hours. What, like, how are you determining, you know, what, what you're going to do? Is it, let's run from here to there? Hmm, That's a good question. You know, if we, (laughs) yeah, if we did, you know, if we did snake mountain, we'd just be like, Hey, let's run up snake mountain and back down. Um, I think, yeah, it was kind of also where we were, each of us in our in our training or what we were training for. Um, but I don't remember anything, you know, significant or, yeah. Yeah, once in a while we'd, you know, get a bug to go discover someplace new and, and that would be it. But, um, yeah, we just, I don't know. It's just sort of, uh, that, that's a detail that I don't recall. I guess we just kind of think about it uh, the same and, um, you know, we just ask and one of the other is game for it. So we just go out. Yeah, I guess I was asking cause it seems a little bit like, you know, pre, pre GPS or pre digital, you know, like let's go get our, our 10 miles in for today and all that. So, you know, I know a lot of my friends just, um, that live up there or just were running back in the early two thousands would go out for an hour or two hours in the trails you know, and then they they come back because that you know that seemed like a good enough yeah. distance. Oh, absolutely! And you know, both those days you used to get the map out, remember, and you <laughs> lay it on the table. And um, there was something really great about making little notches on a piece of paper and measuring out the distance, <laughs> the inches per mile, right, or the mile per inch. And but yeah, I think it was really. I'm not sure we thought about the distance that much. Do you, Shell? 
No, I mean, I remember when we used to run in Middlebury, Vermont, and the the TAM trail that goes through there. I mean, there's this really awesome trail, and it's sort of like the Crescent Trail, I guess I would compare it to. It literally goes through and around the, the village of Middlebury, and we would be like, oh, let's do this section, or... Um, I'll meet you here and we'll run to there. You know, I don't know if it was ever really uh, necessarily a quantitative hour mile thing. It was more like, hey, we haven't run this section of the TAM yet. Let's go do it. And yeah, We didn't really have training plans, right? I mean, we didn't really race that much. No, I don't only think we did. Only the last couple of years. So I think, yeah, you only really consider your miles if you're, if you're training, I feel like. So if you're not training, we just didn't consider miles. Yeah, and you just just go out, right? And then then you yeah. got a good then you got a good reason to sit down and have lunch together and hang out. And you just got to find mm-hmm. your way back to the car, essentially, you know, <laughs> however yeah. long that takes. <laughs> Let's do an out and back, and and then around and then back. <laughs> we um, I yeah, I you did, probably don't have enough time for all the stories we have now that you got me thinking. <laughs> well, that that you know what that's Goodbye. what we're here. That's what we're here for. So, mm. <laughs> she said, like, you know, cross that one off the list. Cross that one Maybe off the list. <laughs> yeah, if you ever if you ever get get a shortage of uh, people that you want to interview, you can call us back for part two. Right? <laughs> well, may- maybe we could do a segment. We could call it, you know, Story. getting lost. <laughs> yeah, getting lost with the Phantoms. <laughs> a recurring weekly uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, okay. So you, you were running for recreation. You're just out having fun and good times. Um, and then it seems like, you know, around, I don't know, six, seven years ago, you, you know, decided you're going to start running a few races, huh? Yep. That sounds about right. Yeah. I don't even remember the first race. I don't I have no, I have no recollection of it. I don't even remember what it was, uh-huh. honestly. So I couldn't tell you. I don't, couldn't even tell you what my first trail race was. Might have been the Muddy Sneaker, actually. Yeah, Ultra Sign Up has oh. you as your first uh, Muddy Sneaker in 2006. Yeah, but you might I, probably ran trail races before that. Gosh, I, I don't. I don't even think you yeah, did. I, don't remember. I remember coming I don't, to watch you. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. like when Emerson was a baby, and I remember coming to watch you run that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think. I and think um, that, yeah, sorry. I think I just ran in the woods for the longest time, never did races until, yeah, just a few years ago. Yeah. And and so that that um, first Muddy Sneaker you did in two hours and ten minutes. So you show up at the starting line and you get a, you get a pretty good time at Muddy Sneaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, um, yeah, this it's always nice when you hear, I don't, you know what, Chris? I ne—I don't have. I never keep track of my times on my races. I have no idea what my PRs are. I never consider any of that. I just show up and I run my, do the best I can, and then, um, and then, and then it's, then it's just like a notch in the belt, right? It's never about oh, it's never about this. I did better this year. Or I did better in that 10k or, or this ultra or whatever. It was. Um, there's only a couple of um, big races that I remember my times for, but I do rem- I do know that this year w- was a better time than 
in 2006. So that makes me proud. <laughs> but I, I didn't remember what my what my time was in 2006. Thank that was the nice old that was the old course too. So that's the old yeah. course versus the new course. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but I got to think that there and I, you know, I I completely can can understand that you just show up and you just run and you're out at a race because that's where everybody else happens to be that day and you know, and and I get that, but you you got to have noticed that like this year at Muddy Sneaker, you finished third, and you know in your group, and you got to notice when you finished first in the Green Monster Trail Challenge two years ago, <laughs> right? You, you got to mm-hmm. notice some of those. <laughs> yeah, there are some things that I tuck in the back of my mind that, um, that I'm proud of, but it's yeah. um. Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly not why I do it. I guess that right. would be the yeah, yeah. Right. Well, you know the 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 money that you earn. I mean, you can't think about that all the time. These big right. big paychecks, you know. Mm-hmm. But every time mm-hmm. you put every time you put on those free socks, it has to at least pop up too. <laughs> <laughs> and I love socks, Chris. I, I really I'm, do. I'm I ask fan. for them every Christmas. <laughs> we got we got a pair of free uh, socks yesterday at the Medved Lemonade Run. They were Brooks um, Christmas in July Run Happy socks, and they uh-huh. said they said nobody in the world has these right now, and they're big, tall, Christmassy socks. And I was so excited! <laughs> I was so excited! I can't even tell you. What a great idea! Oh yeah, we we have a great sense of humor, right? Don't we? The, us runners, it's just it's fun. Give me some socks. That's all I need. <laughs> so um, your races kind of go back, you know, a little while. Um, you were like, you know, and at least according to this, you you were running the uh, fifth, you know, um, muddy sneaker, which is your that makes you an old timer, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I, I like getting it's not. Yeah, it's nice <laughs> to have that. Um, uh, Comfort, comfort, I guess, in, in the past. That's all right. Yeah. And then, so, Michelle, um, what did you have a specific thing that prompted you to get into racing, or you just decided to do it? Um, it was yeah. just happened. A friend, a friend said, register for this, and there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, that, it's also a good question, and it's not, it, I don't rec- recall how it happened. Um, do you know what my first trail race was, Chris? I can only tell you what's on this one digital place I went to. Um. <laughs> I, got, I got you down for the very first thing on Ultra Sign Up is Finger Lakes 50 in 2009. Uh, okay. Yeah. Which you did I, in six hours, Finger Lakes 50K in six hours and 30 minutes, which that is... the muddy year, the, not this year, but that was the other year that it was... I mean, twenty-five. Is muddy every year? Oh, I, I think it, it's degrees of muddy. Yeah. <laughs> How many miles of mud were were there? <laughs> and I would say there was twenty-five miles of mud. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think that's probably when I really heavily started racing was two thousand and nine. I know, probably the year before that, two thousand and eight, I did like this sort of challenge to myself where I would do a 5k every, every month. So, um, for some reason I was just really into 
trying to do 5Ks and go fast. And I know that was probably 2008. And I can't remember which year was my first muddy sneaker. It might have been 2009. I don't really know. Um, but I did do a trail race in Vermont, and that was like in 2003. That was, that may have been my first. That was. Which one was that one? Yeah, I don't think you were there. It was. Um, it was. I'm not going to be able to remember. It was at Bolton Valley, um, mm-hmm. up on top of the hill, a little trail. 5k that I did um so that would probably be my first taste and then I don't think I did a whole lot until 2009 and then I just did a lot (laughs) um yeah so I tried to get all the big ones you know um out of bounds muddy sneaker um I did the great Adirondack trail run what year was that um that's just like three years 2000 Yeah, maybe 2011. That's one of my favorite races. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, Chris. No, um, I'd, I'd love to hear about it, though. It sounds oh, great, great and Adirondack. I love when yes. those two things are put okay, together. So add it to your list. Um, it's It starts at the Mountaineer in the Adirondacks, the outdoor store in the Adirondacks. And, Is that uh, Keene? Keene Valley, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only 12 miles, I believe, but um, it's an Adirondack, so... Um, so they bust you kind of up halfway up a hill. They drop you off in the middle of nowhere. You sign your waiver on a stump in the woods. Sign your waiver. Put down an emergency contact number with a piece of, you know, on a, with a pencil and paper on a tree stump in the woods. And then um, the race director takes a stick, draws a line in the dirt. That's the starting line. <laughs> and everybody takes off three minutes apart because the trail is so... Um, you know, single track, they space everybody out. So you at, you have no clue, you know, with a with a timed start, you know, a staggered start like that. You don't know who's in front of you, who's in behind you. Once you get going in there, you know, somebody will pass you and then you'll pass somebody else. And you just, it's just like you're, you're running by yourself essentially because you don't know where you are in relation to anyone. But um, it feels like you're running about nine miles up and three miles down, <laughs> but it's just absolutely amazing. Like, um, you know, just the, the, just the grassroots feel of the whole thing and the, you know, it's 12 miles, it's achievable. Um, and you finish at the Mountaineer, there's this awesome post-race thing. They donate the money to, um, environmental causes. Um, so eat, I think the year I did it, they gave proceeds to um, environmentally protect a river near there. Um, so it's just it just has that what you want out of a trail race feel to it. Um, so, but it sells out pretty fast. Um, last I knew, and it's one that I would like to go back and do again. But you know, your legs are just completely noodles at the end, um, and it's worth every every mile and. So I would definitely add that one. Um, so that's probably one of my favorites. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, officially on the list. I have a friend that lives in Jay Peak, so um, okay. I'll, I'll have him get me the inside track on that one, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think it's in... Chris, you should go late. in Jay Peak. Yeah, yeah. I, I really... there's have um uh, I have not. Uh, we were planning on actually looking at that um, in September 5th. They have kids' trail races, 
in mm-hmm. Jay Peak, and we were totally going to take the kids. And um, it turns out the the way that everything planned, we're actually going to be in Lake Moreau in the Adirondacks instead of up mm-hmm. in Jay Peak. We're close, mm-hmm. but not close enough. I've been <laughs> I've been up there a bunch. Um, just haven't mm-hmm. I've never run anything organized up there yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that sounds so. That brings me sort of to, um, I guess, unless Michelle, you were going to tell us about another really cool race. Cause <laughs> could do that too, but um, no, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Well, well, before we get to my next thing, um, because this has been a continuing theme on the podcast so far, you did run Ontario Summit this year. I did. <laughs> so, 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 what are your what are your general thoughts on Ontario Summit? Um, so I, I DNF'd, and this is my first ever DNF. Um, and I guess that kind of goes off into another whole side story. But I think I was not mentally ready for it. Um, I haven't been really mentally in the race mood um, for a few years. So I think that contributed, but the heat definitely contributed. And, um, you know, I guess I wasn't surprised at the difficulty of the course because it's a goose race and I think it's equivalent to any other goose race that I've done. So that didn't surprise me. Um, the difference I think with this race is it also mentally plays on you because you know, that the finish line is there the whole time. You can hear it. You know, if I just ran out of the woods right here, I could get back to the finish line. <laughs> um, you're like, I can see the finish line, and I got to run three more miles to get there. Like the whole thing just plays mentally plays games with you. And the the switchbacks again. I guess I'm a really mental runner because the switchbacks is just you don't know who's behind you or who's in front of you, who's running the half, who's running the full. And you're constantly thinking about that, which I shouldn't be, I know, but it does. Like you, you, you don't know if you're going to catch up to that person because they're ahead of you or if they're behind you. So I guess that kind of all threw me. Yeah. And you know, you don't, is that, those are exactly my thoughts. Like you don't, you don't want to think about it, but you're running fast and you see that person there and you're wondering why you're not getting any closer to them. <laughs> it's because they're and two I miles. Just myself, they're just running the half. They're, they're, yeah. you know, they're, I don't have to worry about them. They're so, doing the half. <laughs> so you said you DNF, did you drop from the marathon down to the half? Is that what no, you did? I, or? I made it through the halfway and kept mm-hmm. going. Um, and then I, I guess I was dehydrated and this has only happened to me one other time, but I just got nauseous and I couldn't keep anything down and I knew there was no way. So I made it back to that first aid station after the half halfway point. So I guess that's 17 miles or so. Mm -hmm. And I knew that there was just no way if I couldn't keep water down that I was going to be able to finish. So those goose guys and their infinite wisdom that, so you didn't get a DNF. You actually are a half marathon finisher. I am, which is so, awesome. So because I think they, I think they realized, like, <laughs> they knew, you know, that that's not a DNF because you accomplished a hell of a lot. I did. Um, if, if you made it through the gel center climb once, I think uh, that was a total brain game. And, and it was such a brain game that I didn't even think about the physical, like, I'm absolutely exhausted. It was more like, uh, just so much else going on in that. So yeah, I, those nope. goose guys are jerks. 
<laughs> so yep. that, that brings me up to, so it's really interesting because um, you both talk about you did so much running um, without really an interest in racing. And, and your interest in racing even now is is somewhat, um, I, I wouldn't say it's like passing interest, but the racing doesn't doesn't drive you to run. So yeah, that's a that's a pretty accurate dis- observation. I would say. Thanks. I went. I went to college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, it, it's just thing. You're putting two to two together. Yeah, it's just it's pretty clear that I mean, you you run for the sake of running, and the races just are are an organization around that. But um, but then you decided that you two were going to take on your own endeavor. And uh, and start a pretty cool race of your own. Yeah. Well, yeah, correction. Michelle <laughs> decided she was going to take a race on. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm her sister. The little sister's got a supporter, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I I was couldn't wait for her to ask me. I was still in Vermont, actually, and she had moved back. And so the first year we put the race on, um, we weren't even living close to each other. You know, we were stayed away. So Michelle, what what got under you uh, under your skin and got you uh, creating a damn good trail run? Yep. Um, so at that point, I was living in Mount Morris. Um, so. I would literally like run out my back door and um, go through the this Livingston County Park that was, gosh, two minutes from my house, um, running distant, you know, running two minutes from my house, you know, jump into this Livingston County Park, and then that connected to the northernmost um, trailhead of the Finger Lakes Trail, um, you know, north of the dam where it meets the Greenway. So. I have, I would run that like, you know, multiple times a week, I would be on the Finger Lakes Trail running, um, depending on how far I wanted to go, I could go as far as I want, you know. Um, And so the whole time I'm thinking, these trails are so much fun, and they're so beautiful. And I wish other people knew they were here. Um, And so, you know, when you run, you think a lot. (laughs) And I started just planning it out. And I'm like, okay, so obviously, we can't start at the greenway there's no way to really you know hold a, a start and a finish line area at the greenway so that's when i started thinking about having it start at the dam and i had kind of planned out this this route which is still today the the course um where we would um do an out and back uh seven miles out seven miles back with that little turnaround to try to kind of thin people out. So all these things are going through my head as I'm running these trails every weekend. Um, and um, that's when I said to Doreen that I thought we should try it. And um, that year, which was 2008 into 2009, I guess, was a lot of legwork. I mean, it was intense amount of um, planning to do that first year to get everything in place. Um, the state park police and the state park were definitely on board, very excited to have us do this. And the the Mount Morris Dam people were ecstatic to have us and very supportive. And then we had the Finger Lakes Trail 
um, conference to also convince, which I'm sure you've heard lots of stories about them, and they're just a little harder to convince. But for us, it wasn't as big of a deal as some other race directors have had because much of that Finger Lakes Trail section is actually on the state park land, so we don't have a lot a lot that goes on to private land, so we didn't have quite a big of an issue. But I remember late night phone calls with a particular person at the Finger Lakes conference, just trying to convince her that we were going to, you know, respect the trails and not trash the trails and, you know, how, how awesome these trails are. And we just want to share them with people. And so all that legwork now, you know, in hindsight seems like so little, but it was so much work. Um, and then just trying to figure out, we don't, we're not race directors. We don't know what we need to do. Um, you know, (laughs) We, d- we need to get the insurance and, um, you know, we don't know how much food to get and, you know, just totally, you know, the bank year. account. Do you remember the bank account? We had to <laughs> yeah. file for a not, not for profit. We're like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. We're like, okay, this? well, somebody has got to be the, they're like, somebody has to be the president and somebody has to be the vice president oh, and, and somebody right, has to be the treasurer. <laughs> and we're like, there's only two of us. <laughs> and they're like, I looked at this and they're like, who's the president? I was like, Michelle, Well, you know, no, no time for elections when the bank's closing (laughs) in a little while. So, yeah, there was just so much we had to learn and, um, you know, and then all these ideas come into your head. Like you have way more ideas than you can actually make happen. But, you know, the staples of our race that make us, you know, who we are now are the baked goods and the medallions. And, you know, just the details of our race of damn good that uh, over the past seven years have made damn good popular. You know, those were all like really thought through and um, very important to us to to think about the details. Um, yeah, I would say and, it was a pretty good representation of how we are on our running anyways, right? I mean, it's pretty simple, pretty um, down to earth. And uh, yeah, I think it's a real nice reflection of how we also like to run and celebrate running and just with friends and celebrate, you know, Everybody, not just the people who come across the line first, but make sure that everyone has a good experience from start to finish. Yeah, so, so that, that's how so it was you, born. So you mentioned the, the staples of the race, and, and one of those is the baked goods. I mean, <laughs> let's, let's, let's get down to brass let's tacks talk about here. the baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Did you hear we're getting a catered this year? <laughs> well, no, um, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I, no, and, no. So let's Wouldn't get. Michelle and I still be baking. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Where did where? I mean, did you start with a pan of brownies at that first one? Like, because I try to explain to people the smorgasbord i tried to explain like the the vast array of baked goods and i i I, i've never had a chance to ask you because you're always running around crazy and and plus i could ask you a million questions and that's why i'm doing this podcast you see um what did what did you start with like a pan of brownies and then you grew from there each year like oh no it was always the highest quality baked goods for our running friends. Yeah, yeah it was from, just a generous bounty. That's what we wanted to give people. 
Well, we're the, so you had all these recipes, and on your very first race, after you spent the entire spring forming a nonprofit organization and mapping <laughs> trails and haggling in the We back haven't even r- told you how we <laughs> mapped the trail yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good story. Okay. Let's, but yes. <laughs> then you we decided you. we also need 50 different kinds of baked goods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And you had all those recipes, like, at the ready? Yeah, we, we would like to bake. We, you know, we always, that's another thing we do. We run and bake. Um, so, that's yeah. That's a great combination. <laughs> but this way, you know, we can give them away, and we don't have to eat them all. So it was even better. Um, but, yeah, and our mom helped us, too. She makes the zucchini bread every year. She makes, like, 45 loaves of zucchini bread and, you know, brings it. And But, yeah, Doreen and I do all the others. Um, all the other baked goods are handmade the day before um, for hours and hours. <laughs> so late into the night. <laughs> so Doreen, what is what is your favorite out of the cornucopia? My favorite is probably Michelle's. Um, uh, what's the one with the coconut and the chocolate? Like the like looks like a seven layer bar, but it's not really. What do we call that? Heaven on earth bar. Heaven on earth bars. Mm-hmm. They never get old, Chris. Even when it's gooey and melting and you just wipe your gooey chocolate hands just all over your clothes because it doesn't matter because it tastes so good. Yeah, those are my favorite. Yeah, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I've come across those. (laughs) Um, And what about you, Michelle? Um, Yeah, Doreen always mixes it up. I kind of stick with the same ones every year, but she likes to try new things and um, she made... What did you make those peanut butter squares last year? Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. So we got some awesome sponsors this year, like last year too. So we peanut butter, yeah. The peanut butter square, the ones with like the crumbly topping on the top of them. Is mm-hmm. that, yeah, I don't remember, but could have been. There's one that has like, there's one that's like chocolate, and then it's got some sort of sweet sweet lava in the middle and then it's like crumbly on the top and it's Michelle like always makes the ones with the chocolate yeah so i always do the stuff. chocolate but i can't think of what you think yeah. well i'll i'll tell you uh next saturday i'm glad you enjoyed it oh they're they're all fantastic and um I, I thank you so much for all, <laughs> on behalf of uh, the 150 people that run that race i thank you for those um so, uh, mapping the trail. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you might have heard that it may or may not be exactly 14 miles, right? I think I've, the I've run it twice. So. It's a little bit longer, but anyways, we didn't really know. We just had, when we Good looked guess. at the map, we just had an idea that it might be seven miles out, seven miles back. Um, well, we didn't really have any idea, so we went down to the hardware store. This was before GPS, or before we had GPS. Yeah, I right. know it existed. <laughs> I don't even think we knew it existed at that time because we were so ignorant of how these things worked. But we uh, got one of those those wheels, you know, like the surveyor wheels oh, <laughs> that you yes. that you roll, and oh, then you count so how many. So you count how many rotations, and then that <laughs> makes how many feet in one mile. So what is that? Like over, you know, 1,000? Like 3,000 something, whatever the, however many feet are in a mile. We yeah, had, I don't even remember now. Obviously but we looked it up, right? 5,280. 5, <laughs> <laughs> so we counted every foot 
of that trail with the roller. <laughs> with the roller. You know, you did say, you did say the exacting attention to detail here. <laughs> In you know. in the first the first go around we couldn't figure out the right loop right Michelle so we had to backtrack mm-hmm. and erase part of because we were going to go up one ro- like one part of the trail and come back and it ended up not being right so then we had to erase all of that we were out there with a piece of paper sweating um, God how many hours like seven hours a lot of hours and it would go over the roots you know rocks. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's nothing, it's, it's not accurate. I, I mean, everybody knows that now it's no secret, but <laughs> that's how it was born with a surveyor wheel and hours of hard work. <laughs> I actually, I made, uh, so, so, um, when we ran the Ontario summit, uh, preview run, I actually made that joke to Feisner. Uh, I was like, Rob, Rob, if this is a foot more than 26.2 miles, <laughs> you better have been out here with a survey wheel making sure that this thing is accurate. <laughs> I can't believe you. The dedication to your sport. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Wow. We do and it all for so you guys. It's, it's, it's greatly appreciated on this end. That's for sure. <laughs> and so you've been running that race now for six years, right? 2009 was this, the first one? Yep. This will be our seventh. Mm-hmm. Seventh year. And um, and and through those years, I mean, you've had some muddy years. You've had some not so muddy years. Um, any highlights from any of those that really jump out at you? Or are they all like children and they're each special in their own way? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I remember, oh boy, I think really the hottest year was our first year. Right. Yeah, it was awful. That was, that was pretty darn hot. I was like 125% Uh, humidity. That's damn hot during it. It was was damn, (laughs) damn hot. That's Uh, right. Do I have to do this? I mean. (laughs) Yeah, really. It's late. (laughs) I'm not thinking, right. (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah. I mean, people were just dripping, dripping, even by the time they got to the halfway point, just completely We ran out of water one year, too. Yeah, we did. We had to run to the store. Yeah. Run to the Uh, store, get more water. Um, We've we've lost a couple. We thought we lost a couple people. That was, I guess they're not really highlights for a race director. I think it's more... (laughs) We can't do that again. We can't let that happen Tragic, again. <laughs> tragedy. <laughs> Tragedy's barely uh, <laughs> avoided. I think those are the ones that I remember anyways. Like, I lay down at night and think, oh, thank God <laughs> we made it out of that one. Yeah, we've never had anyone seriously hurt, so that's good. Um, you know, I think what really just, and I put it in my last communication out to all the runners, it's just really humbling is that, over the, you know, seven years, we haven't really, you know, tried to highly publicize the race or really push it in people's faces. And it's just come out of people running it and saying, this is a great race. You got to do it. And word of mouth and um, to me is absolutely amazing. Like I said in, in my last communication that we have people from seven U.S. states coming to run our little race in Mount Morris, you know, our little 14-mile race that these two sisters put together. 
just to me, someone coming from California to run it, you know, someone's coming from Canada to run it and someone's coming from the UK to run our race is just, you know, humbling. And, um, and that is really at the end of the day, you're so exhausted. You're exhausted as if you ran an ultra yourself, but it's more just emotional and mental exhaustion. And you're just, it's equally rewarding to finish the day as a race director as it is to finish a race as a runner. It it is a damn good race. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I and again I'll say it. Uh, just thank you. It's a it's a really awesome race. And this year I'll be I'll be there in a in a different role. So I'm happy to be uh, volunteering this year. And uh, yeah, thank I, you. <laughs> I, well, it'll be cool. I'll get to hang out with the baked goods a little bit longer. Yeah, right. You know? Um, how many years but, have you run it, Chris? I didn't do my research. I went um, I've run it the past the past two years. Um, okay. So I did twenty fourteen and twenty thirteen. Um, but I, uh, you know, because my my running history is a little bit uh, different in that um, I did a, I did a lot of running when I was in high school. It sort of faded in college, and then for like ten years, um, I I I thought. You know, in my mind, I never stopped being a runner. But then one day I was like, I'm going to go out for a run. And my wife was like, you don't run. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute. I dated you and married you and you don't know I'm a runner. What the hell's wrong with you? And, and then I thought, and I was like, when the hell, when did I go for a run last? So, yeah, my running history, I have this big, like, fugue state where, like, whoever whoever Chris O'Brien, the runner, was, was somewhere else, you know. So um, I it took me a couple of years to, to get back into a place where I could take on a, a you know, 14-mile run. So only two years. Um, okay. Both years were pretty awesome. Um, and this year I'll be, I'll be happy to be uh, greeting folks at the finish line. So... And, uh, you know, the kids are going to get to come and hang out and play on the playground like they have the last two years. So for them, it won't be uh, much different. Right. <laughs> yeah, our volunteers are, uh, that's their, yeah, you know, everybody knows, everybody's directed a race or run a race knows that races don't happen without volunteers. So that's awesome. Yeah, I saw, I much saw appreciated. the. Well, you're, I'm happy to be able to help out. Quite honestly, I saw the um, the volunteer list that was sent out, and I was like, "Huh, we got a pretty solid list of volunteers." Yeah, we you do. Know, yeah. We could have the volunteers run their own run their own race, and mostly have a pretty <laughs> solid performance. Uh huh. And got some all stars on there. Yeah. Um. So you know, damn good's going to happen in um, August twenty third, mm -hmm. right? And yep. um. You so where are you in terms of planning now? You just got it all done, and you're just sitting back waiting for it to happen. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. After the seventh year, we procrastinate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're no, pros at it now, right? Yeah, we no. just know it all just comes together at the at the you know eleventh hour, so we don't get too upset about anything yet these days. Yep, my garage is filled with everything we need. We just have to put it together. Um, and then mostly right now, I'm just kind of dealing with people that are dropping and, you know, dealing with the wait list and getting people yeah. in that want to come in and out that want to get out. And yeah, so that's sorry kind of about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next year. Yeah. 
Michelle's actually really good at that, organizing that. I mean, I don't even touch that stuff. She does all of that. Yeah, super prompt. I I sent her a message, and I'm like, how should I do this? She's like, it's done. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) back to bed I go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, um, you know, and I guess quickly, before we, you know, march into the future, I would – um, you decided to take on a second race this year, and maybe we could just quickly touch on We did talk about Crooked Creek a little bit, but um, was the motivation sort of the same? Like people just need to see these trails and we want to bring our close friends out here to experience them? Very much so, yeah. Um, it, we, you know, it kind of, we kind of been talking about it. But we're like, nobody's going to drive to Wellsville. So, you know, kind of just kind of that's where the conversation ends and then talk about it again. And I think Darren kind of pushed us over this time, um, really wanting to get people on those trails because he runs them way more than we do. Um, And my parents even were like, we have all this land. Why don't you have a race? (laughs) So we're like, all right, all right. (laughs) So I think last was it last spring we got the map out of the property and started thinking about a a course and seeing how long we could make it or should make it and um you know how how hard we wanted to make it (laughs) yeah you did a great job with that (laughs) you know this is a race so so damn good's a a family race in the respect that michelle and i directed and my parents help out and um, my brother runs it and he you know helps as well and there's a lot of um you know, pieces of each of our immediate family in Damn Good, but even more so in Crooked Creek. And I think that is, uh, you know, that's super special for me as well. It says not only um, being able to um, put on a great race for, for our friends and the community of like, like-minded people, but also to be able to enjoy doing that with a family. I mean, that doesn't get any better as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So you said you got out the map, but the question in my mind is, did you get out the wheel? <laughs> no. no. Oh. Good question, though. Oh, Darren, Darren has a GPS, so oh, we well, didn't need to. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you want to try to roll a real wheel over that course. Good luck to you. <laughs> Unless it's the size of an ATV wheel, then it might roll. <laughs> So, um, all right. So then, uh, you know, damn good happens. And then what, what after that you go and hibernate until you put together Crooked Creek or you girls got some, uh, plans coming up for the fall? No, no race directing plans. I think, well. yeah. <laughs> What more do you want? <laughs> Whatever. I mean, you could say you're going to go Wait, hibernate. Where are you we going? Say... A girl can only bake so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, so there it is. The secrets to a happy life. The recipes is really not all that complicated. Family. Friends, running, and heaven on earth bars. That, that's pretty much all you need, right? Before we close this show, there's one more thing I'd like to share. Um, if you can't make it out to Damn Good, but you're still itching for a race this weekend, uh, the weekend of August 22nd, 
Um, there is another race called the Metro 10, which has a unique aspect of uh, pitting Buffalo runners and against Rochester runners in a, in a race for the uh, Metro Cup. And one of the cool aspects of this is, is definitely how they do the scoring and how um, they will determine which team wins. In addition to that, um, a charity that's near and dear to me, Action for Healthy Kids, is one of the charity beneficiaries. Um, I raised money for Action for Healthy Kids last year, and I've done some things to help them out this year. But the cool thing about them is they focus on active and healthy um, programs and activities for school kids. And they really emphasize, you know, active lifestyle. They give grants, they do um, programming, they build playgrounds, uh, lots of really cool things for school kids. And they're going to be a charity beneficiary of this race. So if you happen to be interested in running a 10-mile race to support Action for Healthy Kids and uh, maybe win a, you know, really cool cup for the city and just participate in an interesting race, you might want to look into the Metro 10. There'll also be some show note. There'll be a link to that in the show notes as well. And um, with that, I guess we'll wrap up the show. The standard things, you know, like us on Facebook. We're so close to 100 likes right now. It's amazing. 90, 94 as of this recording. So we're we're creeping up there. More than uh, 100 likes in uh, less than 100 days. Hooray, you know. It's pretty cool. The most important thing is um, share this with your friends. If you happen to like this and you think friends will like it, let them know. You know, social media is one way to get things out, but old word of mouth really makes things happen. So, again, like us on Facebook. Check out the website. Um, follow on Twitter at Run Inside Out. Feel free to tweet feedback to uh, me on Twitter and use the feedback form as well if you'd like to drop a more detailed line, um, either what you like or what you don't like. And if you're feeling Again, really saucy. Um, you can leave a review out on iTunes. The reviews definitely help other people find it. And they're a really good way to um, give the show a little bit more um, oomph, if you will. Um, and that's it. And remember, be thankful for what you've been given. Be proud of what you've achieved. And let go of what you've lost. See you out there.